This is Pod With Me. Ready. I'm Alex J. Aguiar, and on this episode, we have my good friend, Adriana Cataño. She's a supermodel, an actress, a dancer, a mother, an entrepreneur. She's done it all. We're going to go over her amazing career, and we're going to talk about being quarantined, which is something that we can all relate to. Get ready, because the pod starts now. She would put on new gloves, and then she would go to the back, right? And then she would come back, and I would tell her, you need to change your gloves again. And she would say, why? I just changed them. And I would say, because you just went to the back, and you touched that metal thing that everyone's been touching all day. You need to change your gloves before you handle my food. Okay. Well, dating dating will never be the same. (laughs) Can you imagine? (laughs) No kissing. No kissing. Wear the mask. Wear the mask. You know, everything is going to change. Ready. Let's go. Roll sound. I'm here with Adriana Gataño. It's an honor to have you on the show. How are you? Oh my gosh, I'm so excited that you have this podcast and that you're being so successful at it and that so many people are listening to it. So I'm I'm excited to to be here with you. I'm excited to have you with me. <laughs> so I have a little something for you. Listen. Oh God. <laughs> oh my god <laughs> oh my god blast from the past how old were you to... then five I, I was probably five yeah <laughs> no you weren't <laughs> that's a game show that i used to go to because <laughs> the tv network was at the corner of my house and my mom didn't want to go because she thought it was just too too crazy well i mean i hate to admit it but the audience was a little bit you know well why don't we clear up what network it was oh teletubby teletubby it come on it was telemundo network and it was a daily show it was live which made it even crazier it was a game show mixed with musical guests um the audience was we had a live audience and it was a one hour daily show and alex was always there no but you loved it and you were chubby back then I I was one of the models on the show so like I I would like give people like the consolation prize um, she was the Vanna White yeah the Vanna White el premio de consuelo when they wouldn't win the games and then um, you know we would spin the wheel and we would take double or nothing yeah (laughs) doble 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 doble. I was a huge fan of Anna Margo Oh, from Que Pasa USA, of course. Correct. So I grew up watching Que Pasa USA. So I would go every... That's how I started going every day because I was just mesmerized at that age to see Anna Margo. But did they really drop you off every day after school? Yeah. after I mean, at school. And how would you you get home after that? Uh, My mom will pick me up or my dad. (laughs) So there goes the homework. No homework. Carlos Oliva took me home once. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I can't believe it. (laughs) I can't believe it. I can't believe it. You were so yeah. little. And look, I'm so proud of you. You've, you've accomplished so much. And not to mention that, wow, you lost all that baby weight, like that baby fat. You're ripped yeah. now. Speaking of successful, you've been very successful. Thank you. So, on so many levels. Thank you, so babe. Things you've done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> when I was in Feria, I started doing like music videos because since we had the different record companies taking their musical artists every day on the show, 
And, you know, I was just starting out. I was a teenager. They would ask me to be in their music videos. Music videos back then were way cleaner than they are now. So, no, I wasn't shaking my booty. <laughs> you wanted to like prove? No. No, I wasn't. I wasn't. Oh, my God. What was the name of that song? Pop That Coochie? No, I wasn't Pop in the Pop Coochie. That Coochie contest either. Um, so I did music videos and I started doing a bunch of TV commercials. So t tell me about the music videos you were in. Oh, my God. Do you remember Esa Chica Me Vacila? Yeah. Okay, yeah. I'm the girl in that video. I am also the girl in Sopa de Caracol. Hey, Wataneri Konsu. Yeah, who, okay. who are the artists? Okay, Sopa de Caracol was Banda Blanca. That's right. Esa Chica Me Vacila, I don't remember. Like, this was decades ago. Yeah. <laughs> and um, <laughs> I, I did another one for a rapper, but um, I stayed in the trailer the whole time. I didn't want to participate. I just you lied. stayed in the trailer? Tell me. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Why did you stay I in the trailer? Um, <laughs> do you remember? <laughs> oh, my God. Do you remember that song? One leg up, one leg up, oh, one, one leg, leg up, up, one leg, leg up. up. Was Turn that around. Uncle Al? Turn around. Oh, Uncle Al, Turn around. Right? Huh? Uncle Al? I don't remember. Anyway, um, I, <laughs> did not, I did not participate. They hired me. They paid me really well. And I just was in the whole time I was in the, the motorhome. And every time they would say, okay, girls, come on. Like everybody would run out. They, wanted, they all wanted to be stars in the video. And I would just pretend to like, oh, I have to go to the bathroom. Oh, my head hurts. Were you were you afraid to get close to the artist? Was that it? No, I just didn't want to participate in that type of video because that video was a little raunchy. Like when I saw what the girls were doing, I was like, um, no, honey, I'm classy. I seem, well, you know, I, I just couldn't. A lot of the music videos now are even raunchier. They are? Yeah. You've, okay. I mean, the rap videos, the reggaeton videos, the trap Yeah, but videos. they're not as raunchier as back then, I think. No, two life crew. No, well, no, I don't remember the two life crew, but in gen I'm talking about the one that I participated in. That you won't find me anywhere in the video. I'm not in the video at all because I never left the motorhome. Oh wait, I did one more with El Puma. Um, do you remember that song? Ay que buena está la fiesta, mamá. Ay arrímate pa nene. No, you don't. It was a huge mm -hmm. hit. Uh, probably, probably I would, I would if I. Yeah, if I was I in that one. And then what else did I do? I started doing telenovelas. Um, I even did a telenovela in English called Miami Sands. It was seen all over the world. I and I that. did a lot of stuff with Telemundo. I was in Telemundo for three years. I did all the network specials like Calle Ocho, Miss Colombia, Miss Universe. Um, I also had two different TV shows on Telemundo. I had Edición Especial, which was an entertainment show that was live every single day. I remember. And that was before... Uh, the gossip shows in Spanish were very aggressive. So we were an entertainment show, but it was nice, you know? Yeah, back, back then, we got away with a lot more things and we got to be more creative. Exactly, yeah. It was way more creative and it wasn't really like bashing celebrities and trying to find out who's cheating on who, you know, or who's using drugs. Like we didn't really get into that. We just promoted like their music videos, their movies, their records. It was daily. And then I also had another one called Cine Mundo. I did things on Sabado Gigante for a really long time too. Mm -hmm. uh, independent movies, all types of things. Voiceovers. Oh my God, I've done over a thousand voiceovers. I did Rooms to Go for 21 right. years. You were, the, you were the Rooms to Go girl. Yeah, I was for 21 years. We were really lucky because we got so many opportunities as far as creativity i think it got really strict right they got really strict i think um because of all the lawsuits 
Like you can't say certain things anymore, you know, things are taken out of context. So they have to be very careful, you know, they're just doing it to cover their butts. Um, I think television was kind of disappearing, but now with this uh, coronavirus and everyone's just staying home, you know, under mm -hmm. quarantine, I think that television might have made a small comeback, even if it's just for this short period of time, but yeah. everyone's watching TV now. How has your life changed uh, under quarantine? Okay, so I'm going to be 100% honest with you and don't laugh. Mm -hmm. For like the past 10 years, always You've been in quarantine? No, no, <laughs> practically, but <laughs> you could say that. I've been in my house for 10 years. <laughs> no, look, um, my daughter and I were having this conversation that we're, so, we're such clean people. Like every single time I had to travel for rooms to go, I would take my own Lysol wipes and I would wipe down the seat on the airplane. I would wipe down the window actual, you know, like the actual window, because I always ask for a window seat, I would wipe down the monitor in front of me, the tray table, where you put the magazines, the seatbelt, the armrest. I would always take a second pair of socks because you know how you have to take off your shoes when you go through security. Like I would wear a really old pair of socks. And then as soon as I would walk through security, I would throw them away in a trash can and put on brand new socks. When I would get to a hotel room, I have always disinfected the remote control, the light switches, the faucets, like where you put your hands to turn the faucets on and off the menus. Like I'm really, really, really a clean person. I already, before this COVID thing happened, um, I was already disinfecting my cell phone and my daughter's cell phone like two or three times a day to the point where if I would meet a friend at Starbucks and I would take out my phone, I would put it on top of a napkin. Why? It's not that I'm OCD, but think about it. They clean the tables at every single restaurant with the same wet rag. You have no guarantee. Like think about it. It's disgusting, right? So I've been doing this for years. The only difference now, honestly, is that uh, if I go out to, for example, if I go bring in my mail, right, I leave those shoes at the front door and then I grab the Lysol spray and I disinfect those shoes and leave them at the front doorstep. Like that's really the only change. I have not gone anywhere in over a month because I've been monitoring this situation since the beginning of January. When I wow. saw this because this is what it is when I saw mm. this shit, what it was doing in China since I've been traveling to LA my whole life because my father's side of the family has lived there since I was little I know the amount of flights that come into LA on a daily basis at midnight is thousands of people from Asia they fly in at midnight from Asia every single day in LA. And I've seen it because I've had to pick up relatives at midnight and I'm outside LAX for 45 minutes. I can't even drive into the airport. So I knew that it was only a matter of time. And when I saw that LA had the first 10, 15 cases, I was like, that's it. We're screwed. We are so screwed. I knew this was going to happen. And honestly, I feel like the local officials waited way too long. Like, they waited way too long. There was no reason why those spring breakers had to be here. Thank God they canceled Ultra. Thank God they canceled Calle Ocho. Thank God they canceled the Winter Music Festival. Well, let me, well, let me tell you, no, they did not cancel the Winter. Uh, when I heard that Ultra was canceled, that brings thousands and thousands of more millions of dollars to Miami. I absolutely sold my ticket. And I was not going to though. I remember that you posted that on Facebook and I thought, wow, Alex is so responsible. And I, I'm so proud of you for doing that. Be wasn't this at the same time that the spring breakers were here? 
Yes, the same time. Okay, so yes. March the, 7th, the weekend the, of March 7th. Okay, so the local officials, the Miami Beach officials were extremely irresponsible, but I also know that we are grown adults and if you're responsible like you, Alex, and like me, we know better. Yeah. We know better. Like people had that choice. And I feel that even till this day, people are like, oh my God, I have a craving for chocolate. I don't have any chocolate. Oh my God, I'm just going to go to Publix and get it. They don't think that they can bring back something like the virus. They can bring it back to the people that live with them in their household. Maybe they're going to be asymptomatic, but they can bring it back because you don't, you, you won't even know you have it. And then your parents can die or your sister or your brother. So it's not worth it. You know, like we're, we're ordering all of our groceries on the Publix Instacart, even though it's more expensive. They, they ring, yeah, they ring the doorbell. We don't have to see them. We wait until they walk away. We grab everything. We take it out of the bags, throw the bags away, wash every single carton, every single piece of plastic, even the bananas, the avocados, the grapes, the strawberries, soap and water. And you know what? It's a pain in the ass. But guess what? Mm -hmm. We do that because we want to live, and because we love the people that that we love that we live with. Yeah. You know, it's out of respect for well, human I live, life. I live, on my, I live on my own, but I haven't gone to see my parents because of that. Um, I haven't I, gone to see my mom either, or my and grandfather, I, and yeah, he's ninety-seven. Who, who knows if we're asymptomatic? You know. Oh yeah, because we're so healthy, right? I have a great immune system. Yeah. I never get yeah. sick, and I've been drinking the vitamin D and the vitamin B. And Good, the whole, me too, because. Yeah, we, we have to, do, you know, we every single person has to do what they're supposed to do. And there are still half of the people are not doing what they have to do. And it just makes my blood boil. Well, let me tell you, a week ago, as you were saying chocolate, right? <laughs> so I passed Walgreens and I said, should I? It was like a, like a Jaws song in my, in my mind. And I go, let me go really quick. So as I go in to look for the chocolate in the other aisle, I hear sneeze. <laughs> and I ran out of the, I ran out of the store. You ran out, I would have too. Oh my God. Is that, you know, even if you wear a mask, right? And the, and the gloves, you don't know who has been in the store in the past 10 minutes who has coughed. No, but that sneeze was loud and I, I yeah. flipped out. I flipped out. It was oh my like, God. Okay. Yeah. It's not, I it's ran. not worth it. It's not worth it. No matter what it is, you know, like, se tienen que aguantar. Like, yo me estoy aguantando. Mira, we, we ran out of almond milk and rice milk. Mm -hmm. yesterday and we ran out of all of our fruits today and we ordered on Instacart yesterday and they're not going to deliver until Monday, but I'm not crying about it. And it's also not convenient to be ordering food. Like Gabby had a craving today, so she ordered sushi. I had um, a veggie roll, but eso fue una odisea. Well, Open the all, door. You start, thinking, you start thinking things. Yeah. Like not because I think that the food is poison, but because, oh my God, it's a, it's a headache. It's a process, it's a drama. Grab a trash bag, walk out with the other shoes, tell the lady 20 feet away, drop the bag, leave it there. Walk out. Take the stuff out of the bag. Throw the bag in the trash can. Bring the plastic stuff in. Wash my hands with soap and water. Then grab each container. Take everything out and put it on a plate. Wash my hands with soap and water again. Oh my God, it's a drama. Unless you have... 500 gloves around where you can put it for every time you have to do a different movement, grab a different thing. But who does, who has 500 gloves? You know? Es un dolor de cabeza. Yeah. You saw the nurse video with the cross-contamination? No, because I already thought of that a million years ago because I'm OCD with cleanliness. When I used to eat um, 
like from boar's head turkey and stuff because I'm a vegan now. I don't eat that. But you should have seen me when I would order my stuff at Publix. I would tell the lady half a pound of this and then she would put on new gloves and then she would go to the back, right? And then she would come back and I would tell her, you need to change your gloves again. And she would say, why? I just changed them. And I would say, because you just went to the back and you touched that metal thing that everyone's been touching all day. You need to change your gloves before you handle my food. Okay. Things like that. Like I've always thought, I think that women are more like, I'm sorry, don't take it wrong, but I I feel like women, especially when they have kids, están más pendientes de eso. And maybe it's because I had a kid when I was so young that I'm always like thinking about all these things. But the cross-contamination that people are doing with their gloves is worse. Like you say, well, dating, dating will never be the same. <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> no kissing, no kissing, wear the mask, wear the mask. You know, everything is going to change. Never been on, on a dating app? Oh, I feel like there's no way that I am going to get people will recognize together. you, Adriana. No, no, no. Not only that, I'm just like paranoid. Like people are going to hear this podcast and say, she's freaking crazy. Every single boyfriend, every single relationship I've had, it's always been someone that my friends know or that I've known for years, like from the gym or for or from working with them. But I've never, ever, ever gone out with a complete stranger. I feel that women need to be really careful. And those dating apps for women are not like, are not the safest. What do you tell your daughter? I have one daughter. She's 24. Um, I've always taught her to watch her surroundings, to never accept a drink from anyone at a club. She's very aware of her surroundings. She's very smart. And we have to watch our backs. You know, it's totally different being a woman than being a man. I thank God she has a good head on her shoulders. She's a good girl. And she also has a boyfriend. So if she goes out, she'll go out with him. And she's in L.A., because she lives in LA too part of the time because she's studying acting. When that when the show business bug bites you, <laughs> so she got a little bit of that, you know, she got bitten and she was like, she got a taste of it and she was like, oh my God, I love this. She didn't want to tell me because she knew that I always wanted her to do something else because it's not stable. Show business is not a stable job or career. career. So she sat down one day and she practically was crying and she said, I don't want to do this, mom. I want to be an actress. And I told her, okay, you know what? You already have your degree. That's what I wanted. And I'm going to go ahead and, and support you 100%. So she started studying acting, TV hosting. And she also has another degree because she's a, a YouTuber and um, an influencer and a blogger. Yes, I've seen her videos. She's great. Thank you. No one can tell her anything because you know you know you've been there, you've done it all, so no one can say anything to you guys. They'll be barking up the wrong tree, honey, because I was mm -hmm. even a talent agent. So she just got her own segment on a new TV show that's on Hola TV, and it's about oh, makeup. Cool. Where can people come see her online? Uh, bueno, her Instagram is Gabriela with two L's, Catano, mm -hmm. Salinas, mm -hmm. and her YouTube channel is Catano C A T A N O Glam. G-L-A-M. Okay. And how about you? I am Adriana Catano Official. That's mm -hmm. on Instagram. Tell us a little bit about your skin, uh, skincare business. Bueno, mira, the skincare is uh, certified cruelty-free by PETA. It's made in the USA, and it's a kit. It's a skincare kit with five products, and it doesn't have chemicals. We are paraben-free, alcohol-free, acid-free, and soap-free. And the, all five kits are available on my website, adrianacatano.com. I wanted to promote, because women don't realize that 
when they use products that have a lot of chemicals, it goes into your skin and it goes into your organs. So I'm trying to promote being healthy. So if you yeah, use products that are natural that don't have all these chemicals and at the same time they're going to make your skin look great, why not buy them, you know? What are you going to do, Alex, if they say like on May 10th, hey, okay, so we're not under quarantine, just, you know, be safe. Are you going to leave your house? No, I've, it's going to be like a cold pool when you tip your toes, like getting into the pool. <laughs> I just pictured you. I pictured you doing that. What do you think is going to happen? Um... I'm not sure what's going to happen, but for me personally, if they say that it's over by May 15th, I'm not going to leave my house anyway because we can have another out, you know, another outburst or whatever the word is, and I'm not going to risk it. I work from home anyway. Like, um, I write for my magazine too. I didn't tell you. I have a magazine now called Somos La Revista. It's on Instagram, and now we have the website um, where we just write news entertainment sports fashion and we actually launched the instagram almost three years ago we're almost at a hundred thousand followers so out of your long career what gig have you loved the most oh my god you know what i really i really loved love loved uh working on the nickelodeon latin america series grachi it was it was a really great series we i was in two seasons and we won every single kid choice award and i also really liked the novela i did in uh, in mexico on tv azteca belinda that was a great experience i loved living in mexico also working with will smith and martin in bad boys working with eddie murphy on holy man you know what the best one of all was feria de la alegria because i got to meet you i was waiting for you to say that <laughs> I know, I know, and I gave it to you. <laughs> okay, so what message do you have for everybody out there listening? I just want people to stay home because the virus doesn't move. We move the virus, and you can't be, you know, safe enough. You really just have to stay home, and if you have those cravings, you have to order online, wait a few days for them to deliver your food. You know, there's absolutely no need to go out. I understand if you want to go in your backyard or go out on your balcony and work out, but there's really no need to be, to be looking for problems. You know, even people that I see in Brickle exercising, it's practically one on top of another. People are not keeping the safe distance. And, you know, it's your life and everyone else's life is also priceless. So just be safe, be safe and be kind to each other. Adriana, thank you for being on the show. And uh, one more thing. Don't fall. <laughs> uh, it's the pod, the pod. Let's try it one more time. Don't, don't, don't fall off, off the pod. pod. <laughs> That's a wrap. All right, everybody, go right now to your app store and search for Pod With Me. We have our very own app. You can also check us out on social media. I really hope you've enjoyed this episode. And until next time, don't fall off the pod. Ready.